Welcome to Fraud Busting. I'm Tracy Brown, the Fraud Busting Body Language Expert. I've spent the last 20 years reading people, uncovering secrets hidden in plain sight to find the truth in crimes, politics, and billion dollar business deals. It's time to dive in so you can beat the fraudsters at their own game and build your bottom line. Hey, I'm Tracy Brown, the fraud busting body language expert on the downside of a cold. I'm almost over it, but fraud does not wait. And so we are talking to Susan through today. And Susan is a really good friend of mine. She is the CEO of Sunshine Plumbing, Heating and Air here in Colorado. And unfortunately, the victim of a uh, internal fraud and also some cybercrime that added up to about $700,000. She was so stressed out about it. I was actually worried about her, um, but she is uh, on the good side of things and making a comeback, turning the business around and uh, getting back on track. So I'm gonna turn it over to you, Susan. Why don't you tell us, tell us a little bit about you and a little bit about what happened and how, uh, or, or I guess some of the things that you wish you would have known before now. Well, um... I was a business coach before I owned Sunshine Plumbing, Heating, Air, and just oddly, I coached 17 different trades, 150 different companies. So I had learned a lot of things. I also had coached all the way through the recession. So keep that in mind for a moment because mainly what I did in the recession is I was a turnaround expert because that's all we could do at that time was to try to hang on or turn it around. Um, but in 2014, I took over our family, mine and my husband's plumbing, heating, and air conditioning company. And, uh, you know, I was still coaching and speaking and doing things on the side. So I wasn't really there 100%. And I made a very bad hire. Um, I hired a person who indicated they had a lot more experience than they did. And I also had an outside bookkeeping firm that were supposed to be sort of looking in on this person. And that process really wasn't dialed in. And, but in my thought, when I was traveling, I believed in my heart of hearts that I could see everything that was going on in the business. I could see the QuickBooks, the bank balance, the where all our trucks were. I could see our CRM, how much money we were making. Um, I was getting status reports from everyone in the company every single day. So I figured... I was protected. And of course, we run a background check on every single person that works for us. However, this person's background came up nothing. And what we have found out since then, it is actually four pages of almost all financial crimes. And the reason it's not on the background check is because it's not, you know, some of the things they weren't arrested for, they were just, charges were filed against them in a court. So, so that so so that wasn't on a background check. No, it wasn't. My lawyers actually found it. They researched the background. The police didn't find it. The district attorney didn't find it. But my the lawyers have a system that they can look up. They can pay ten dollars, and it's a full background of any suits, lawsuits, bankruptcies, things like that that wouldn't necessarily be on a criminal background check. So oh, I own wow. all of that. So I was traveling a lot. And what I did is I thought I did a really great, brilliant idea. And I bonused my employee for making budget. Okay. Well, bad part of that is that in order to make budget, um, my employee wasn't paying certain bills, including shorting the IRS. And she was also the person getting the mail. Oh, boy. 
the mail and I wouldn't see what was going on. And I, and you know, I had a feeling some things were going on. So I started digging a little bit further and then we let her go. She was with us for about three years, but when we let her go, oh my goodness, uh, I am still getting hit with things that I had no idea what was going on. When I started getting the mail, it was a huge eye opener. And then I started getting these really nice, uh, certified mail on Saturday. The IRS likes to send out certified mail like on Thursday, so you get it on Saturday when you're home. Oh boy. And it's so stressful because there's absolutely nothing you can do until Monday. You can't call, you can't make an inquiry, nothing, you just have to hang on to it. And um, I'll tell you, it was the most stressful time of my life and we almost sold our company because of it. So, okay, so let's, let's dig in a little bit. What would you have done differently? So it, let, let's start at the hiring process. Let's just talk about that really quick. So were there signs in the interview? Do you think you just wanted someone really bad and overlooked some things? Like what would you have done differently in the hiring process? Well, we really wanted someone uh, quickly because I was traveling and I had also had some health problems at that time. So I really needed someone who had a full uh, bookkeeping background and we have always been, I think, a really generous employer. And this person came to us and they had been newly sober and had this great story about how they were turning their life around. And, you know, we, we always want to help people if we can. But I should have known the person wasn't even working for us for a month and they asked for an advance to pay their rent. Oh, okay. And then they moved out of their one house and moved into another, like by the cover of darkness with all their children because they were skipping out on the rent. So there's a sign. Um, you know, there were just so many signs and, and this person was spending way more money than I knew that she could afford. Like it was crazy. Some of the things that she would do with her money, which I wasn't even doing. So like, like, like what, what'd you notice? Well, mink eyelashes, Botox, um, massages, personal trainer. I took the entire family to Mexico on a, to an all-inclusive resort, family of five. Uh-huh. That's some serious money right there. Yeah, yeah. And, and you were paying her, like, bookkeeper-type wages, right? Yeah, um, and my husband was in the painting business. Uh-huh. Got it. Okay, okay. So you're noticing all these things, like, in the office at, at work, and... and at what point did you start to go, wait a minute, it's not matching up here? Or did you? Well, I, see, this is what we do now in our company. And this was sort of the catalyst to that advance that we gave her, is we will not give anyone an advance anymore. We will pay for people to go through Dave Ramsey's course. And if, once they get their $1,000 saved up, their emergency fund, we'll give them $250 to put in their bank account. So that's our response to someone wanted wanting a cash advance so we won't do that anymore so that's one thing that came out of it um but i was just getting really concerned about a lot of different things and i had a gut feeling and i also have a friend who's a consultant who came in and was like she was not on board with this person she was like you know i don't trust her i don't know what it is there's just something wrong and the, you know, the consultant or the bookkeeper the consultant the felt consultant. okay yeah and i didn't listen uh I, I was defending her and you know in a small company you get to be like family right so mm -hmm. you know everybody's story you know their family their pets everything and uh, you know i just really ignored a lot of things 
Got it. Okay. So moving forward from hiring and noticing there was some funny expenditures going on um, outside of, of work, like that didn't quite match up. What was the next thing that you saw or, or looking back that you wish you would have paid attention to? Well, the mail is the biggest thing. And I mentioned that earlier, but that is really critical. Every Talk about that. Yeah. Needs to get their mail. Um, don't let anybody ever get it. And I know it's a hassle, but I, I have it sent to the house now. But um, another thing that I noticed is I was at, telling her all the time, hey, I've got a lot of points on my King Supers card if you want to use it for gas. Mm -hmm. And she would never take advantage of that. And that was really odd to me because she was usually looking for something free or whatever. It turned out that she had applied for a gas card, a company gas card under my name and called the gas card company. And she was the person who ordered the gas card because we have 14 trucks. Mm -hmm. so each truck has a card. And it was her job to look through the gas bill because we, we always know that technicians could fill up a spouse's vehicle or something like that. So we would have her looking through the cart. So she knew I didn't look at it. Oh. Ordered herself a gas cart and for three years, every single Friday, she was filling up four cars. Oh, and she had four cars. Yeah, it was her family's cars. Oh, boy. Or selling the gas at the pump, which is possible. Mm -hmm. um, and every Friday, she would get a car wash, and she would go into the little store and buy things, uh, milk and bread and eggs and things like that. She could half of her grocery shopping done. And then the thing that was really weird is she would, she had all these tow truck charges on the gas cart, and we couldn't figure out what the heck that was. So the police think she was selling tow trucks, charges, like on, on Craigslist or something, oh. like cheap tow or whatever. And, and so she would use our card and then the people would pay her because I don't know why she would be using a tow truck that many times. Right, right. Oh, interesting. Okay. So tip number two then is get your mail sent to your house. And I've heard that from fraud investigators. Um, yeah. Or a P.O. box. Uh, right. we have a, yeah, we don't have any mail going to anyone who can get it but me. And I'm the only one with a key. Got it. Got it. Okay. So what happened next? Like, what else can people learn from this so that they don't have this kind of loss? Well, my outside bookkeeper had gotten really ill during this time and she had someone at her office managing our account, which that wasn't the smartest thing. I think the key is you have to have a really good outside bookkeeper accountant that you trust and you know, and that everyone in their company is really high level so that they can be overseeing the nuances. But what I have done and not everybody's going to want to do this, but I, have a person come into my shop now three hours a week and sit with me and I'm learning the nuances of QuickBooks. Now I know financial reports really well. Mm -hmm. I can see an L balance sheet, all that, but it's the trickery that could happen on the back end of QuickBooks, right? Uh -huh. That is what I didn't know how to follow. And now I'm learning that. So next thing, next person I hire in this role I will have a better opportunity to supervise them because I will understand more. Oh, wow. Okay. So, cause you were looking at your QuickBooks every day and you thought you had it down. So what were some of the tricks that she was like, cause you can move money from accounts and all sorts of stuff. What was her favorite trick? 
Well, what she was doing was she wasn't putting all of the bills into the bill tracker, right? Into the accounts payable. Mm -hmm. So you look at your accrual profit and loss, it shows that you're a lot more profitable than you really are. So now we use a system called bill.com and I can see every single bill in there and I know when it's due, um, who it's from, everything. And I'm connecting with all of my vendors electronically. Mm -hmm. So the bills can come directly into bill.com and then that feeds into QuickBooks. So both of those products together, I think are a really good accountability method. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Now, what happened next? Take us deeper into the story because eventually you let her go, right? I did. And that's when I found out a lot of the stuff. And it took 19 months for the police to make an arrest. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things that happened were in an in, in, uh, unincorporated county. So we had to go through the sheriff's department. And then there was an election and that sheriff got um, didn't get reelected. So we had to start all over again. Oh man. It was was just a huge hassle. So finally, um, a few months ago, she was arrested. Um, and now we're going to go to court on February 25th. But what happened to us is, you know, I was so stressed and just over this whole situation that I looked at selling my company, but we had so much debt and we were a company. I used to go on TV and say how we were debt free. Mm-hmm. And Dave Ramsey endorsed my company because we were debt free. So it was so painful for us to then have this debt. So what I did was, was this, I sent a letter to every single creditor and I said, I know we owe you money and we are going to pay you back. And it's going to probably take a lot longer than you would like, but it's the best I can do. Then I got a business evaluation thinking I might sell and I'm able to sell the company to cover the debt, but we would walk away with nothing. Oh, ouch. You don't want to do that. So right. we, we, you know, invested a lot in this company, not only sweat equity, but all of our resources are in this company. So when I first told you in the beginning, I used to be a business coach during the recession and we, I did a lot of turnarounds. So number one turnaround trick is to cut expenses the best you can. So the building we were in, 3,800 uh, 3, square foot building, huge parking lot. It parked all our trucks outside. We didn't really need it. And if you look at all the expenses there, it's about $7,000. So I took the office operations and I moved them into my house. Oh, okay feel safe here. I haven't had an unfinished basement. I brought the cubicles, the carpeting, the, the whole IT system is in the ground floor of my house. I am speaking to you from the third floor suite. Okay. Coming heating air. So every single day, my office employees come over here. We've been able to cut a significant amount out of our budget. Then I got a shop down in Southern Commerce City, mm-hmm. which is actually better because it's closer to to some of the areas that we serve and we started operating there i will tell you something else that happened though okay there's all this talk about vulnerable leadership Uh right well i thought i would try that on for size even though even though that's not really my way right (laughs) but all of my employees know what was happening and i was totally up front and and laid it all on the line every single one of my technicians is gone so they left or yes. why did they, cause, cause they didn't trust what was going on or their future. 
Yeah, they were concerned about their future. Um, you know, I was cutting back on a lot of things and my previous employee had put together this really great pay plan for them that was ridiculous and we couldn't afford to do it anymore. So one by one, they all left. Mm -hmm. And then, so we moved into the house, we moved into the small shop. We did all of this in mid-October. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to say now, here we are in January, I have completely filled every single truck but one. Oh, wow. But the office dispatchers love it here in the house. They mm -hmm. love it. It's like a pajama party, but you have to answer the phone. <laughs> I cook for them. We have dogs here. Like, it, it's just fantastic. So it was the best thing that we ever did. And I am so less stressed out. And another thing we do, which is really fun, every Friday, we have fun Friday payday. And we go through the bill.com and we click bills that we're going to pay. And whatever money we have in the account, every Friday, we just pay it. Mm -hmm. And we believe we're going to be completely debt free within 18 months. 18 months. Wow. So now you were having problems with some of your employees. Like I would hear this, the stories, the guys in the trucks. And so yeah. would you say that this uh, turned out to be a blessing in disguise? Are you there yet? Or Oh, yeah. Tell me about that. Our new crew is fantastic, and we have totally changed our culture. I think before we were the tail wagging the dog, because there's a workforce shortage, so we were sort of like, oh, we have to coddle everybody because we could lose them. You know what? We already had lost everything, right. and we already had everybody leave, so, so be it. I'm not bending over backwards like that, and we are still... A fantastic employer, Inc. Magazine, gave us best workplaces last year. Oh, love it. And we got Inc. 5000 list, which was really crazy considering everything was going on. Uh, they don't ask those questions on the application, though. Um, so it's just been so much better. And we are so profitable now. Nice. I mean, our, our P&L looks better than it has ever looked. Mm -hmm. Totally cranky. And then, do you know about what happened next? No, I don't know. Maybe I don't, I don't think so. This is, this is really huge. Okay. So uh, we have some friends in the plumbing heating industry that owns a company. Uh, they were down South. So they were originally at a Parker, then Centennial. We're, we're north in Colorado mainly. Mm -hmm. And they decided at the end of last year, 2019, they were going to move to Texas and they were going to start over with this new company and so on and so forth. And they were selling their company for $400,000. So they asked us, hey, do you guys want this? We're like, are you serious? Like, we don't have 20 cents to rub yeah. together. We cannot buy your company. Eventually, uh, they had no offers, what have you. And the reason was, is they didn't have a lot of employees. Mm -hmm. They didn't have 10,700 customers in their database, though. And so probably around the end of the summer, they reach out to us again. They say 150000 Oh, and, and they were going to sell some of their equipment to somebody else. And I was like, I'm sorry, we can't. December 1st, they call 20,000. Oh. And you get my 10,700 customers, all of my commercial accounts. You can make payments and you get my awesome employee. Do you want it or not? Okay. Yeah, totally. <laughs> now between her database and mine, I have 27,000 customers. Wow. That and, is crazy. And I've been able to shut up all my marketing. Uh-huh. 
which last year I spent $120,000 on marketing. Mm -hmm. And now you, you, now you, you have zero on marketing because you have such a following. Right. With the database. Oh my gosh, Susan, this is like, this is the most awesome end to a fraud story. Like I've ever heard, but it, um, it goes, back, it goes back to you, like deciding to roll up your sleeves and turn this thing around. Right. And, and a lot of people wouldn't have had that, uh, that gumption to do that because it was hard. And I remember you making that decision. Like, you know, I was awful, Tracy, and I wanted to quit so bad. I actually went to the um, bankruptcy attorney. And years ago when I was coaching, I coached all these bankruptcy attorneys. So I knew who was the man in town. And I went to him and I laid out all my stuff. And he's like, you're not there. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, I can't even sleep. Uh, I got all this debt. He's like, you're not even there. You're still paying all your bills. You're not behind on any credit cards. Nobody's repossessed any cars. Like you are not even delinquent on everything. But I'm like, huh. So um, he told me no. Wow. I, there wasn't, there is an IRS situation and, and that's nothing to sneeze at. But um, I do have really good lawyers working on that and they are uh, creating an offer and compromise and a payment plan for us to get caught up. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was so hard for us, but moving into the house and really downsizing to a more manageable way and then creating that smaller shop. Yeah. It's changed our culture. It's changed our future. Uh, we are going to give some employee ownership to two of our employees oh, wow. with us. So they're going to uh, become uh, owners of Sunshine. They'll have a 10% share. Oh, cool. All right. Okay. So we're going to wrap this up. So what okay. is your last tip for business owners to not put themselves in this situation? Like what's, what's the last thing that people need to look for or do so that um, they can just stay solid how they are, not have to um, go overboard with fraud? Well, be mindful of the personal habits of your employees. Mm -hmm. uh, that was something that I was ignoring in a big way that, my employee was doing all of these things and driving this much fancier car than what I had. Uh, that was like one of the things. Really pay attention to that. If you are not getting a good reading on your background checks, switch companies like Pinkerton, mm -hmm. they're super expensive, but they pick up everything. So and spend the money there. Yes, absolutely. And do your parking lot audit. That's what it's called uh, <laughs> to check people out. So, yes. well, Susan, I'm so thrilled about the turnaround and where you're going. I love it. And so congratulations on, um, I'm sorry that all the bad stuff had to happen, but I'm really proud of you for sticking with it. And so how, if people in the Denver area need uh, plumbing, heating, and air, how can they get a hold of you? At Sunshine Plumbing, Heating, Air. And there's, we have a website. We're also known as Shore Comfort Services. So we haven't actually changed the name of the other company yet. We're, we're going to work through that in the next couple of months. Um, but online is the best way to find us. So Okay, good deal. And we'll have that link in the show notes. Thanks for joining me. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, rate and review it. I'll see you next time.